The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. I like today. Today is a very special day. Amen. Several reasons. Number one is the first day of the month of August. Uh, we are crossing over from July into August. And July, we had wisdom. That was what we were dealing with. August, faith. And there is a connection. And while that was still going on, it would have just have been perfect, you know, with just those two combinations. God decided to bring one and other thing in it. And that's that we are doing elevate fasting. So there are three combos happening today that you should be very aware of. And one of the things God wants to do is to be able to steer you up towards these three things that are happening even in this season and at this time. That's one of the things I've been instructed to do by God, and I trust God to help me. So can you tell your neighbor, neighbor, you are in for a great time in God's presence. Your life will never, ever be the same again. Hallelujah. So I'll go straight. One of the things that we are doing today is fasting. We're fasting. Today was the first day of our fast. And a lot of times we fast because we are told to fast. And we fast because the church expects us to fast. And sometimes we fast because we just have to fast. Uh, the have to fast is that there was no food around and you just had to fast. So that way. Sometimes you do that. But I came with a message today for us to have an understanding of some of the things that are available while you fast. Um, if you do not understand how to use a particular equipment, you will have the equipment, but the virtues found within, within the equipment will not be useful to you. I was giving an example to someone. I said, if I give you an iPad right now and I hand it over to you, and you don't know how to use the iPad as you should, that I gave it to you is not the issue. It's your use of the iPad that is the issue. It's your understanding of what the iPad can do for you that is the issue. Uh, somebody can be handling the iPad and be wondering how to go to a business center to be able to type a document so that I can send it out to someone else. Whereas, a better understanding will let you know that there are some things within the iPad that can make life very easy. Am I right? So it's understanding a lot of times that helps us to be able to maximize whatever we have been given. We'll be given a tool called fasting. And the, the best way to maximize fasting is to understand why were you given that gift. Why are you being called for three days to go without food? According to some people, that's the definition of fast. Go without food and come to church. We just say, okay, Father, we give you praise. And after that, I run home to eat the morning, afternoon, and night food that I did not happen to eat throughout. Is it not true now? Is someone's definition now, is it not? Okay. But someone else's definition is that, well, I abstain from food and I just wait till it's four o'clock and I just bless God. I bless God. I, I, I pray all the prayer within five minutes to cover up for every prayer that I'd not pray before. No, you need to have an understanding of why you fast. Now, a lot has been said about why you fast. So I'm not going to be touching some of the areas that have been mentioned so far, which is um, if you look at Isaiah 58, it tells you all the, the various things you're supposed to do and all that. But I, well, I want to touch something else. Let's look at Acts chapter 13, verse 2. 
Acts 13 to. Something that will be practical and useful to you. Now, if I told you that, okay, you fast so that you can get more power and anointing, sometimes you'll be wondering what the anointing and that power is for. So, let's look at Acts chapter 13, verse 2. Okay? We'll be opening several scriptures, so just help yourself run along. So, the Bible says, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. Now, you will see in that particular verse several things that are mentioned there. They took time to fast. I'm still going to come to they took time. But let's first start with that they fasted. Now, if you are fasting, if you are truly fasting, if you are abstaining from food, taking time to spend, uh, taking out time, spending it with God, going into the scriptures, and generally praying, if you are doing those three things, there are some things that should happen to you. Now, in that particular verse, the Bible says that as they fasted, the Holy Ghost said, there is instructions that come during the place of fasting. You must understand that instructions will come during the place of fasting. If you don't get instruction, you have really not done the fast as you should. Because as soon as you do the fast as you should, instructions must come. Every time you fast, the fasting is not really about God, it's really about you is that you are positioning yourself to be able to hear from headquarters what headquarters has to give to you in that season. So when we fast, we are supposed to be expecting to get instructions and directions based on what we are going through so that we can come out of those things and be able to move to the next level. When we fast, what we are expected to do is be looking out, outstretched eyes uh, and neck and everything and say, God, what do you have to tell me in this season to change the circumstances I'm going through? Because you will see here that the Bible says that Barnabas and Saul, along with several other people in verse 1, you will see the number of people that were there. Um, I'm not going to touch that. So, but you will see that the Bible says God said to them, separate me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work of the, for the, work of the ministry. Okay. Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah. Let me leave that. Whereunto I have called them. You know, when you don't have a voice for singing, it won't work well. This one is for preaching. Praise God. Okay. Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. There is a work that God has called you to. It does not necessarily have to be ministry. But whatever that work is, wherever you find yourself, God is expecting you to represent him. And in the season of fasting, there are things that God will speak to you that will separate you and cause you to walk in your high places wherever he has called you to. If you are in the workplace, God has called you to rise up and stand in a place of great relevance and significance. And based on that, you are supposed to be downloading from heaven the things that God has said to you. So when we are fasting, this particular one, this particular season is a very serious fast because it's the eighth one that we are doing for this year. And if you did not get the answers in the first seven, and you know that there are only five left, you will make sure that that eighth one, you start getting all the things that you should have gotten from the first to the seventh. So the eighth one is actually very important because in actual fact, eight is actually the number of perfection. So is it that you become perfect in this month in hearing from God to get this, what he had said to you of divine elevation or you perfect that you did not hear? So this month is crucial. 
This particular day is very crucial because you are starting something. And it's supposed to be something that you will walk into and enjoy the best of your life. The rest of this year will be the best part of your year. That's what God says. You will see here that the Bible says that Paul and Silas, no, Paul, no, Saul and Barnabas, don't mind me. I'm, I'm jumping some scriptures already. Paul and Barnabas were separated onto a walk. I declare over you in this season, in this time, in this elevate season, you will hear what you need to hear for you to be separated onto the path and the place that God has destined for you in the name of Jesus. You will be ushered into another level because Paul and Barnabas were just brethren. They were members of the church. They were among the apostles, all of them together, prophets and apostles were gathering, and they were in their pairs. But God had a better plan for Paul and Barnabas. And it was during this season, they, they seized the season. I'm jumping, and I'm going to get there now. They seized the season, and because of some things that they did, they were able to hear a word from God that changed their life. And today, we talk about Paul and Barnabas going to various parts and planting churches. They were just apostles and prophets at the time, but God used them to begin to do, to, he began to do things around the world that they were not, they were clueless before that fasting started. They were clueless. There are some things right now that you are clueless that is hidden on the inside of you. But I'm praying that in this particular season, you will know, you will understand, and you will activate those things that are present on your inside, and you will walk into your high places and stay there in the name of Jesus. Okay. Let's look at something else. Let's look at Acts chapter 13, verse 3. Something else that happens. Because it's still the same place. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. When they had fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them and sent them away. There are some things that will happen in this fasting and elevation period. As soon as you fast and you have prayed, because we're going to be praying. A lot of prayer will be done throughout these next three days. We're going to be praying. As those prayers are being done, something happened to Paul and Barnabas that will happen for you too. What happened for them? An anointing, a power from heaven invaded their lives and they were never the same again. It, it marked their destiny for life. I am trusting God because that's my heart's prayer. I'm trusting God that in this season, we will be marked by the presence and the power of God in the name of Jesus. There are some things that God wants to do in our lives that unless we put ourselves in some positions, he cannot do. Not that he is not able to do, is that you have not opened the door for him to do it. And that's why we are doing this. That's why we're having those three days. We're not just consecrating three days and saying, oh, do you know those three days? And somebody's wondering, well, you know, the topic for this month is on faith. So why are we talking about fasting today? I was thinking we'll hear faith. There's a connection. Don't worry. We'll get there. 
I'm trying to stay within. Matthew chapter 4, verse 2. Bible says, and when Jesus, my elder brother, had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, it was after and hungered. Now you will see that the tempter will come, several things will happen, and I want to say this to you. Sometimes you contact the presence of God. Let me quickly give you an info uh, that most likely you, you may have been in, having an inkling about. Let me say this very clearly. Every time you contact grace, every time you contact power, every time you contact an anointing, every time you have an encounter with God, directly after a lot of times comes a pressure from Satan. Either a temptation, either a snare, something just happens, it's always there. So don't be surprised when you meet it. Expect that you will see it and prepare ahead for it. Prepare that when you are fasting and praying, because we're going to contact God here. When you fast and you pray, there comes seasons whereby things will be happening. What you are meant to do at that season, we will see as well. We will go somewhere now with this. Second Chronicles 20, verse 2 and 3. Help me. Stay in line. 20, verse 2 and 3. We know verse 20. But sometimes we don't know what happened before then. Then they, they came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea of the side of Syria. And behold, they be in Hazonia, which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judea. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord, even out of the cities of Judah. And they came to seek the Lord. It was in the process of all that we now see verse 20. Verse 20 never arrives without you doing two and three. It never does. It's the same as you quoting that Psalm, 20, Psalm, uh, Psalm 1 that says, uh, blesses uh, the Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sits in the side. The one you like is verse 4. He shall be like a tree planted by the riverside that bears his fruit in this sin. There is one and two. There are conditions to make three and four happen. In the same way with this, there are conditions. They did some things. The Bible says they sought. That's the operative word for me today. They sought the Lord. Seeking is intentional. It's not that it just jumps on you. There is an intentionality about fasting that you must employ. If you are just fasting because church said so, it is an error. You should fast because you have a goal in mind. You want to get some instructions. You want to get some empowerment. You want to get some ideas. You want to get some things. You want to know what is going on. That's why you fast. You want to do what God says you should do. That's why you fast. Because if you don't have an intentionality behind it, at the end of the day, you would have done it and you would have passed. Then you will look at your life. Why has, I, why has it not changed? The reason why it has not changed is because you are not intentional in what you are doing. You need to be intentional. The Bible says that they sought the Lord. They went out of their way to seek the Lord. And the Bible makes us know in verse 20 that their seeking was not in vain. In the same way, your seeking will not be in vain. 
the results that they saw, you will also see because you are doing what they are doing, so you should get what they are getting. If you have an understanding of why you are fasting, you will get more results gotten. Now, why do we fast? We fast to get ourselves in position to hear from God. We fast to get ourselves in position for God to be able to move us the way where we should be going. Paul and Barnabas were content prophesying. It's good to prophesy. You, I see in your future that you are walking into some millions. And um, somebody's going to be talking to you. It's good. And then the person now comes back and says, Pastor, Pastor, praise God. Hallelujah. You know, as you said it, I was going out and I met that man and he spoke to me and I got five million. It's wonderful to prophesy. But it's another thing for you now to be sent to plant the churches that we'll be talking about several centuries after. There's a difference. We will celebrate that one, but we will celebrate more the other one. So there are times that you are experiencing some of the trickles of the reasons for your fasting. But let's go the long haul and collect all that is ours. Because I won't lie to you. It's not that easy. How many people around 12 o'clock, something just began to work, especially when you had your colleagues who were just bringing, it's today that they decided to bring rice and moin moin to the office. It's today. They didn't bring it the other day. It's today. Yeah. Then my cousin will now send something and just say, you know, you can book online for your food and he will bring something that is my best food. It's today. So it's not that easy. Okay. I'm the only one. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was, I, I was just one. Sorry, forgive me. I thought, you know, you are very spiritual, but uh, you, I'm just saying as it is, you understand. You must understand that God wants to do something in your life. So let's look at that second. No, Galatians 1.17. Hmm, help me, Lord. I'm trying to build a case to go to somewhere, uh, and I'm getting there. Galatians 1.17. Paul is about to say something to us that he did. Sometimes we wonder, how was Paul able to do the things that he did? What was his foundation? What was his driving force that made Paul, Paul? We're about to see it in Galatians chapter 1. Because you will see in Galatians chapter 1, verse 17, he will start telling you what he did. Bible makes us know that Paul said he did not go and consult with the people around him. He wasn't ready to hear what man had to say. Sometimes we've dwelt on what men said and what the experts have said, but we've not taken out the time during fasting to hear what headquarters has to say about that issue. I'll say something. Um, Several years ago, um, in our lowest states, we needed to do some things. It's faith now, so let me talk about faith. We had prayed soon, even this fasting. We had fasted, to the best of my knowledge, and things were not just changing. So I did something. I chose to seek the Lord. That word is very instructive. I went out of my comfort zone, out of what was the normal, because I needed something to change. 
I was not ready to do the things I used to do before to get the things I used to get before because the things I used to get before, I did not like it. So I needed to change something and do the things I didn't used to do before to get the things I didn't used to get before. So I changed. So I simply changed. So what did I do? I stepped away from the house. I asked permission from my wife. Men, did you hear? Yes, I asked permission from my wife. And she granted me permission. Women, did you hear as well? Okay, good. So I stepped away and went for a retreat. Because something was wrong somewhere. I went to seek the Lord. And in my time of seeking the Lord, he told me some things that I needed to restructure and change in my life and all that. Now, having done the three days retreat, because it was three days I asked for, and it's three days they allowed me. So I did my three days so that I'll be allowed another time, you understand? So it was three days I did. And I came, I was on my way back. For two and a half years, we had tried to sell our house in Lekki, and the house would not go. We had put it on the market. We had agreed. In fact, I had gotten men of God. <laughs> Pray with me, Jesus. If I, one of the men of God said, I've never agreed with a person and not gotten an answer. There's a problem somewhere. I said, ah, no, no, sir. I even, see, my faith is joined with yours now. I, I received now. So he prayed again. He, and I received it again. But the house did not say. So when I went for the retreat, God spoke to me, not about the house, but about myself. Because fasting is really to change you. So when the inside had reconfigured properly, I was on my way to Lagos. When a call came in, and the person said, Oh, hello, um, are you in Cardinal? Yes, I am. Um, I'm told that you have a house that we want to sell and all that. I say, yes. Um, so... Uh, what do we need to do? I said, if you are not a, I, I, literally live, that's what I said. If you are not a serious buyer, I'm not interested in talking to anybody right now. I just want to know. He said, I'm a serious buyer. I said, please, don't, don't disturb me. I am not ready. He said, please, sir, my name is Barrister. Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to mention. Barrister, so, 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 so. And I am interested in buying your house. I said, okay, if you're interested, we see tomorrow. I'm on my way to Lagos. We see tomorrow. I got there, and Barista was ready. He said, okay, so um, we'd like to transact this business. I said, this is how much? He said, how much? Okay, okay, okay. Well, we can do this. We can do this. Signed everything. Okay, but where are the documents? I brought all the documents that I'd shown. To, at this, in two and a half years, you know, you'd have shown all kinds of people. I've shown people, but I brought the documents. He saw it. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, but one thing we need to do is go to Alausa to check that the um, documents are on. I said, no problem. When do you want us to go? Anytime. I, me, I was... If he was not a serious buyer, how? Mm, Jesus. <laughs> so I went with him. We got there. Only for me to find out that in the master plan, my house did not have any lien. On the one they showed to the public, there was a lien on it. And for there to be a lien, that means your documents cannot be with you, the original, because that means you borrowed money. So the original documents cannot be with you. The bank would have collected it. But my original documents was with me. So the lawyer looked at me. Ah, this is original documents. This is what they are saying. I said, 
excuse me, I don't understand what you're saying. He said, the lien, there's a lien. I said, there's no lien. I have not borrowed money. I don't owe anybody. The one I owed, I've paid. I, I sold everything to pay. So don't, don't, I don't owe anybody. He said, there's a lien. So he went in and he had to pay to get in to see the master plan. He saw the master plan. The master plan had no lien on it. That was when he now transferred. The transaction was done. The transaction that I've been chasing for two and a half years, in a week, five days to be precise, in five days from the call to my, my account, there was an alarm. <laughs> you know, when there is, when there is a lot, there is a lot. But when the thing, bam, there was an alarm. <laughs> there was an alarm. And the alarm was a good one. But it needed for me to seek. There's an intentionality about it. Before then, you know this life of faith, we have been living it. So faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. You know, thank God for the last uh, the seven days of glory. We have seen some other aspects of faith that we, we don't quote and all those ones. So we have seen. There's another aspect, the seeking of the Lord must be involved. It must be a part of it. Is that seeking that will drive you into the word to get the word in some serious sense so at that point in time because that was what she needed. So she sat down with um, what was that book again? Confession. And she read the book, read it, read it, read it, read it. Then something rang inside her and said, hey, this is where I'm missing it. She came back home with fire in her eyes, I was like, okay, okay, what is going on? What has she contacted? So she came, she said, we're not getting this thing. See, you must understand something, I said. There is something called faith. I said, ah, yes, we know that, we know that. And there's something called presumption. I said, mm, yes, we know that too. She said, no, presumption is you thinking you know what you don't know. I said, eh, we know that. No, no, presumption is thinking you are in faith when the results are not showing. Because if you are really in faith, it must show. So I had to go and pick the book myself and read. So we contacted some things that began to change our lives. Friends, brothers, sisters, if there is no intentionality in your faith work, it's not going to produce the results. I'm not here to talk about faith like that. I'm here to show you the connection between your fasting, your seeking God, your praying, and your faith. Because those connections are there if you don't put them in the proper place. How many of you know that when you cook jollof rice and you put only salt and water, you are going to eat only salt and water? But when you put all the ingredients there, your food will be ready. And how many of you know that if you just happen, let me even say this second thing, let me go there. If you happen to cook jollof rice, let's say, assume this is a bowl of jollof rice, then I decide to start adding salt, and I keep adding salt, and I keep adding salt. Imagine with me. I actually wanted to bring the prop. I forgot it when I was coming. So I would have done live experience. So just imagine along with me. The rice, the rice is here. Then you keep adding salt. After you've added salt, a lot of salt, half a bag of salt. Then you now put in half a bag of pepper. Then just to help matters, you now put in maggi, at least two bags of maggi. You sprinkle it on top. Then you now garnish it with uh, cabbage and all those other things. And just, you know, mix everything ready for eating. How many of you know that food you are not going to eat? 
Even if I say break now, you are not breaking. You will continue your fast. Am I right? This is what we do. We have issues and situations in our life. And instead of us dealing with it and setting aside time to focus on God and really talk about those situations to God in prayer, especially during the time, especially during the time of seeking the Lord, this period, this elevate period, instead of us doing that, we add entertainment, other issues into it and just spoil the whole mixture that God had prepared for you. Within these next three days, remove everything that ought not to be there so that you can have the raw food that he has prepared from heaven. Be able to pray like you've never prayed before because it's time to seek God. There are answers in the presence of God. Second Chronicles, they got their answer. You also have a right to get your answer. If you will seek the Lord, every issue will be solved in his presence. You will hear from heaven. When we fast, we are supposed to hear from heaven. Proverbs 18, 1. I want to round up with that because we're going to pray. It's a season of prayer. And... 18.1. True desire, my God, a man having separated himself, seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. For a long time, sorry, I don't know about you, but I know about myself. I thought it was intermingled that they used to write there. And there was reason for that. Because I felt, you know, you intermingle with the word of God. You spend time. No! The Bible knew what it was saying when it said medlet, intermedlet. Because me too, I had to go and check today. Because I was wondering. Because he said, go back there. Ah. I checked it. In fact, I quoted minglet. He said, yeah, search for it in uh, Eastward. So I searched intermingled. I did not find it. I said, ah, no, no, no. Mingle, No. Minglet, no. I checked everything. I now said, okay, I know the scripture. So where is it? I checked. I found the scripture. And now so it was intermedlet. Intermedlet means to be obstinate in your search. I will not take no for an answer. I will go all out. I will get an answer. It's to be obstinate. That with wisdom, or if there is any wisdom I ought to have in this season for my life to move forward, I'm going to intermeddle with that wisdom. I'm going to seek. I'm going to desire. When he said desire, it meant a greedy longing. I'm, you can go and check for yourself. I would have quoted those, those Greek and all that, but I decided let's just focus on it. But it meant a greedy longing. So when the Bible tells you that true desire, true greedy longing, a man having separated, the word separate there does not mean separate like this. It means to go away from completely. Separated himself. Seek it. And intermeddled. It's not a casual thing. The Bible there did not say casual. So when you talk about wisdom, wisdom, yes, is on the streets, but you have to go out to get it. 
Wisdom is not coming to stay by your side and say, I'm wisdom. Because if it did, you will still not recognize it. There is a searching for wisdom that allows wisdom to come to you. It's the magnet you need to draw the wisdom. And why am I saying, talking about wisdom? Very simple. In your faith walk, if there is no wisdom, you'll be having faith issues. Because a lot of times, some of the things we call faith is really high expectation on low information. You don't have the information necessary to practice it. I can tell you from experience because I've done some. And I can tell you very clearly when I started a business called Chefs and Looks, I felt that the Lord spoke to me that from a scripture. He gave me, in fact, truly he gave me the scripture. He gave me a scripture. <sighs> you will stretch out to the right and unto the left. Hey, I said, Jesus. You will strengthen your cause, lengthen your stakes, for you will break out to the right and onto the left. You will dispossess the nation. And when I heard that word, you know the first thing I said, we must move out of my office, the small one room, and rent a BQ, four rooms, with a gen at the back, and all those things. And the that I had made, we pushed things into that. And to the glory of God, we were working, we were celebrating the goodness of the Lord. Several people came there and yes, we were earning money. But looking back, based on better understanding of that scripture, which he now showed me, after three or four years of doing that thing, and paying Nepa bill, paying this, paying that, and the boys were living in there and doing all kinds of rubbish that would kill a business. So at the end of the day, after three years, because we were making money, but I was not seeing the money being made. Why? The money was being made and they were eating it. Because I was not there. So at the end of the day, you know one room, we, we are there now. As you are caught in, I mean, so I'm looking, we are doing, we are working together. I see I'm, but when you are in the other room, hallelujah, <laughs> it helps. Hmm. Okay, let me round up with that. Please, let's intermediate in the next three days so that the next part of this year will be the best part. When I mentioned that business, I was trying to point out something. That scripture that I used, better understanding told me that the stakes means structure. Cords means capacity. That when you do some things the proper way, increase comes. So it did give me the word, but wisdom that was lacking did not allow the faith in the word that I should have produced more results with was lacking, so I could not get the benefits. So I did have some increase, but not the increase I should have gotten. There are several things God has spoken to you. There are instructions he has given to you, but there is a need to intermediate with the wisdom of God for you to be able to activate that faith and produce the results. Rise up to your feet. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email KMI Africa 
at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00640.